Oh, there you are. Oh, now I can read the Bible. Have you got your Bibles? No. I'd like to say welcome to all our people from Canberra this weekend. How was the drive? How was the sheep? At Goulburn. The ram. Great. Has anyone come further than Canberra? Where from? Yeah, Canberra. Anyone further than Canberra? Glen Haven. Drew, it's great to have you here. Wonderful. Okay, well, you've got your Bibles. And would you like to come with me to a psalm called Psalm 119? Psalm 119 or 119? Psalm 119, verse 105.3. 105. Psalm 119 and little 105. Um, in Soul Survivor, uh, we care about your walk with God, your relationships with each other, and your relationship with the world in which we live. And what we're going to kick off with is briefly looking and then we're going to have a time of prayer ministry uh, before we light a big campfire and um, marshmallows, marsh the marshmallows, toast them, throw them in the fire and eat them. What we're going to do is we're going to look pretty quickly at where am I at with God? Where am I at with God? And wherever you're at with God, we just want to say straight away is fine. Wherever you're at with God is fine tonight and over the whole weekend, but we hope over the weekend you'll open your heart more than what it is to the Lord and to one another, and you'll let God take you on a journey this weekend. I've got to stop and let God take me on a journey this weekend and not think, I figured it all out, Lord. I know where we're going to be by Sunday lunch. Done. Right? That would be dumb. Uh, so we're not going to do that well I'm not going to do that we're going to stop and just let God so I don't know what he's going to do tonight exactly, we've got a little run sheet and we'll see uh, exactly where he wants us to land before we go to sleep Okay. so we're going to look tonight at our personal walk with God we're going to kick off in Psalm 119 verse 105 who's happy to read aloud and when you read others follow who's happy to read, who said that Daniel, yes, here we go. Nice and loud for the person up the back. How, how, how long, how far? Oh, just verse 105. Oh, yeah. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light for my path. Did you read it? Did you listen? Okay. One of the, th- oh, one of the things about growing up in life, I'm 44, 45 next month. And one of the things about growing up, following Jesus... Uh, I've been, I was born in an Anglican house. My dad was an Anglican minister and I came to Jesus at 15. And it, when I was 18, my friends argued about the gospel, like what it was, what it wasn't. They argued about the spirit. Could he do things? Could he not? And then during my 20s, uh, I went on a, a very much an apprenticeship with Jesus and in his ministry. And in my 30s, um, I wondered what I should do, and then I landed in this uh, ministry called Soul Survivor 16 years ago, and 
over all this journey, if I'm not careful, the Lord's word might not be a lamp unto my feet because I might think that I can figure it out. One of the things that's going to get really tempting in our 20s and 30s is the idea that I can do this by myself. Thank you very much. I can do it by myself. I can read the book and then I can do it. And, and when I say read the book, it could be like any kind of book. Like I've read so-and-so's book and now I know how to do that kind of ministry. And I've read so-and-so's book and now I know how to do that. And guys, listen, please, 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 slow down. God is not in a rush, so why are you? And relax and follow the Lord. Let the Lord and his word be literally a lamp until the next spot your feet need to land on and don't figure it out ahead of him you will you'll be tempted and then you'll probably do it I certainly have I um, have gone through lots of different phases in following the Lord so far I've got lots more to go and I guess one of the the ones I wanted to share tonight on God's journey and a little bit of advice for it is simply don't let the culture and don't let um, people's opinions be the word for your feet, the lamp for your path. Let God live in you and lead you and develop you and bless you uh, in his community. Let him do it. Let him do it. That's one of my big learning curves, is to let God lead. I thought at many different times when I thought God was leading, but actually it was me. There are, there are dreams that I've had that haven't come to fruition, and I thought they were God's, but they were mine. And it's all, hindsight is a beautiful thing, isn't it? Hindsight is amazing, but why do we have to wait for it? Yes? <laughs> God's word is a lamp unto my feet, a light for my path. And may this weekend, if God's word has become a bit of a, eh, it's an old book and there's some good things in it, but you know what? The other day someone tweeted this and it's the best. Guys, listen, who cares? <laughs> not in a mean way, not in a mean-spirited way. I mean, no one ever retweeted my tweet, so that's why I left. <laughs> that's what I thought Twitter was about yes uh, and then I left um, guys listen we can have lots of different wise sayings to come up with yes and, and there are things that we can say and can tweet that are fine and good yes but God wants you and God wants you to know his voice and God wants you to develop your personal relationship with him so that you can say to your friend, what is God doing at the moment in my life? He is our first relationship. Pardon me. He is our first relationship. Really? Well, I don't know for you. But Jesus, Jesus really, really wants you. He really, really likes you. I understand if I say that he loves you. That could sound like a jumbo jet just going over your head. It's right. It's there. But uh, and that's, that's a different talk to learn how to receive God's love. 
But Jesus really, really is fond of you. And Jesus really wants you to know him first. It's challenging, isn't it? But he is the Lord. And he has called us to love him first. Let his word this weekend, let his word afresh with you. And if you want to complain to him amongst the trees this weekend, do it. And say to him, your word is, I'm sure it's the Bible. <laughs> yes. And, but you know what? It's boring. It's just boring. It's irrelevant and you don't say anything. And the maps in it are rubbish. <laughs> I don't know what you want to say to God this weekend, but he can handle it. He can handle it. I've shouted to the Lord amongst the trees, in the lounge room, playing Lego with my kids, just silently with him, because, you know, my children went, pardon. Uh, I, I've, I try to learn to speak with him freely so that I might be free with him. He can handle me. He can handle you. Please, this weekend... Consider to let his word to be a lamp unto your feet again. And it, but if, in order for that to happen, you've got to whinge to him or you've got to speak honestly to him. Would you please do it? Moving from there, would you go to your right or go back to your index and come with me to a book called Ephesians chapter 1. Ephesians chapter 1. And I want to share with you a couple of my favorite scriptures along the path with God. Ephesians chapter 1. And who's happy to read verse 17 uh, to 18? We could keep going, but verse 17 to the end of uh, 18. So that would be verse 17 and 18. Who's happy to read out loud from where you are? Josh, thank you. I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation, so that you may know him better. I pray that the eyes of our heart may be enlightened, in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance in his holy people. Thank you, Josh. And we could keep going, honestly, with more and more that the Lord wants to give. The Lord wants to give you. Like he's, he is trying to give you things. He is trying to give of himself to you, to encourage you, to be with you. We could keep doing that. But what I would simply like to point out that my times with God were very dry and very... I read this, I apply it to my life, I say a prayer, and then I eat wheat bix and I move on. And I have no idea what I just read. And then someone introduced me to this prayer to pray before I read the scriptures. I pray, says Paul, and off we go. We just read it before, that the God of our wonderful Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you a spirit of revelation. If I've lost anyone, simply this, that God's Holy Spirit, who lives within us, wants to reveal more and more of God the Father to you personally, that you may know him. And then in knowing him more, your hope in Christ grows your, your understanding of God's mighty strength grows as you go through weakness, as you go through mistakes, as you go through failings, as you go through sin, as you go through, which I'll talk about in a minute, just these very hard times is when you get to know God's power. 
in our life. I would love you to hear this weekend how much God wants to give you, how much God wants to do in you. And if I knew that ages ago, I would have enjoyed my quiet times with him much quicker because God wants to reveal himself to me that I might know him better. That's fantastic. That's wonderful. I know it's Friday and we've just driven. But it's wonderful and it's fantastic and God wants to do that. And that prayer literally has changed the way that I know him. By praying that before I read. Uh, I try and make it a little habit amongst our staff that before we read the word, someone says a prayer along those lines to help us keep reminding ourselves that we're not just going to open up the Bible and read it, because we have to. I really want God to reveal himself to me. Now, go to the right, to Hebrews uh, chapter 12. Hebrews chapter 12. Here's another Um, scripture I've just found really helpful in following the Lord. Hebrews chapter 12, who's happy to read verse 1 to 3? Who's happy to read loud verse 1 to 3 chapter 12? Isaac, thank you. Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely. Let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. Looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured from sinners such hostility against himself, so that you may not grow weary or make hard. Who needs inspiration in their life? Who needs a summer movie? Who needs to read an autobiography? Who needs to just get out into the ocean? Who needs to go and ride a mountain bike and run over a rabbit? I don't know. I don't know whatever you've got to do to get inspiration. All right, I was just trying to... And I did it. So... Do I? I don't know, actually. Right. Jesus wants us to remind ourselves that we are surrounded by such a bunch of people that have gone before us to say that you can do it, you can make it. There's a bunch of people praying for you, for us this weekend. I've asked them to because this is a very, very vulnerable time in following the Lord. Very vulnerable time in following the Lord at this age and stage. And one of the important things in following the Lord is to surround yourself in both the memory by looking at the scriptures and people who have gone before and read David and read Ruth and just, you know, just remind yourself of people who you have made it. You can make it. You can make it. But we do need to hang on to these inspiring stories at different times. Who needs God to inspire them this weekend? You tell him amongst the trees this weekend. You say, God, I I would love you to inspire me to to help me keep moving forward. Now, and keep moving forward, as the writers also told us, that there is stuff that slows us down. There is stuff that slows us down. I've been on a massive journey this last four or five months on reconnecting with who I am in Christ, the identity piece, and realizing I've been um, living the daydreams for way too long and I need to know who actually Jesus is and who I am and know that I don't need someone to say that you're amazing in order to feel amazing. 
I don't need someone to like my page in order for me to feel like it was worth even bothering with it. I, I don't need uh, at the end of this meeting to say, uh, you know, good on you for whatever. I mean, look, if you want to, that'd be great. But because um, I'm still struggling. And... Uh, <laughs> But I've been on this massive journey with realising I've really been slowing myself down because I haven't been living my life for you, Lord. Huh? I can really see in my life and some daydreams that I've been following and some ideas I've had that um, I have been very unhappy with who I am. I've got a beautiful family. Uh, Emma is my wife. Joel, Laura, Ben, beautiful children. And, um, but it's, it's me that I'm talking about, that I've had to realize in me that God loves me, that God is for me. Uh, someone taught me, who's in your grandstand, Matt? When you do something, who do you look to? Who's in your grandstand? And I've been, I've been literally been having to say to God, God, you're in my grandstand. For this weekend, God, you're in my grandstand. And I'm only going to look to you. And I'm going to learn to look to you because you are all that I need. Really? Well, that's what I want to be able to say honestly and truthfully, that journey with him. There are things that slow us down, sins in my life that I need to give to God that are slowing me down. And I need to endure and remember that Jesus endured the cross with the joy set before him and rediscovering what it means to not be hyperactive, for Jesus, you know, when people say you're pumped for the weekend, so no, buddy, I'm not, but I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, I know my energy levels and they need helps along the way, but I am really looking forward to being here with you and serving you and you serving and we're doing this together. I am, but I need to know what joy in the Lord is again so that I will endure the road that God's journey that He's put me on. And the last thing I'd love to share uh, before I'd love to open up for a time of prayer ministry is one more to your left, 2 Corinthians chapter 1, 2 Corinthians chapter 1, who's happy to read uh, verse 3 and 4, and this is the last one, 2 Corinthians 1 verse 3 and 4, who's happy to read, Rob, thank you. Praise be to the God, Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our troubles, so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves receive from God. Thank you, Rob. When I first took on Soul Survivor 16 years ago, I was an assistant minister, associate minister, the guy who wasn't in charge, um, for 10 years, for 10 years in an Anglican church, and I had a wonderful time there. Uh, it was mixed with pain, it was mixed with joy, it was mixed with smashing fans, ruining the budget, upsetting the parish council. Uh, guys, enjoy the 20s. <laughs> Enjoy because this is when you can do it, and it's like I knew you were going to do it. <laughs> but when it's my stage, it's like, buddy, you better really grow up, right? <laughs> okay. So during that time, I went through a very hard ministry phase with relationships, and there were some power struggles, and it was a really horrible. I can't, I can't tell you how horrible it was. Have you ever been in a bad work situation? 
it, it, was, it was one of those. And it was, yeah, it was a church. And I love them all and I'm friends with them all today. Um, but during that time, it was really difficult. I meet Soul Survivor. I go to a, a retreat like this in England with Soul Survivors from England. And there was uh, nine different countries repped just hanging out like this. And in the time of prayer ministry, which we're about to have in a minute, someone came up to me and said, who I didn't know, and just said, Matt, might be wrong, might be the bad food, but I just want to say to you this, I think the Lord is saying that all the crap you've been through is to be used to help others go through the same rubbish. And, and whenever you get those words, you go, wow, why? <laughs> why? Just why can't we read a book and move on, right? Why do I actually have to go through the book and live it? I go back home and guess what happens? Youth pastor after youth pastor after youth pastor I run into is running through power struggles and running through hard relationships and dealing with their boss and all this kind of thing. And it's like, bing, because guys, the you know, the light bulb goes on really late. And, well, at least for me. Okay, and uh, I went, oh, right. That's what this means. That the God who's given me comfort to get through this very hard time has given me experiences now, and not skills yet, because they're not skills yet, but because they're going to take time and hopefully they'll become a skill. But just the experience to be able to pass on and empathize with others and walk through with others and not give up and not give up and not give up so far in life and I don't know what's going to happen to me but I've had two jobs one for 10 years one for 16 I've had two jobs I don't recommend it and I'm not saying, oh, well, that's the way Jesus did it, right? Because I'm not saying it like that. But what I am saying is this, is that I have learnt. No, no, I'm learning. Sorry, I repent. I am learning that it's really easy to give up. It's really easy to drop a church, to drop a youth group, to drop a, a small group, to drop a bunch of friends. It's, it's really easy. It is painful, it is horrible, it is hard to walk through things with others and, and walk through things in yourself to be like, to try and be like Jesus, to endure and grow up. Unfortunately, there's only one way to grow up. And if you think about plants, and my boss who's called Faz and, and his wife Carolyn tell me, manure is needed for plants to dig deep into to grow. And so the rubbish, you might have other words, but I'm an Anglican and I, I can only say certain words. So the rubbish of the soil and the ground is useful for me to grow up. My dear friends, I pray over this weekend there might be just some things that God says to you through one another and you know in our cabins and and not not past 12 o'clock and uh or whatever and you might need to help me not be a 44 year old dad this weekend is that all right but um we prayed over this weekend that God grabs you in the still small voice which might happen in here I who knows God wants to develop a relationship more with you this weekend can you believe it that you might endure and not give up 
learn from Jesus. Alrighty? Amen. I'm going to turn myself off.